What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the all-new Disney Plus Informer podcast, your source for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, and more about Disney Plus and beyond. This is episode 40 for the week of November 20th, 2022. I am your host, Justin Eddie, alongside my co-host, the marvelous Michelle Beck. Hello. Be sure to follow along each and every week as we keep you updated with all the information you need as we cover Disney+, Plus, Hulu, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and so much more. Let's get started. In case you missed it this week, the Walt Disney Company will offer viewers a special opportunity to watch the first two episodes of Andor across its distribution platforms, including ABC, FX, Freeform, and Hulu. Uh, The teaser trailer has been released for Pixar's upcoming animated feature, Elemental, and Disney Disney is reportedly working on a new installment of The Princess Diaries. We're going to discuss these stories, let you know what's new on Disney Plus this week, and bring you our top 10 posts for the week in our 10 and 10 News Blast segment, where we fill you in on all the Disney Plus happenings. In about 10 minutes, all this and more is coming at you next. Welcome, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving week. Let's kick things off with what's new on Disney Plus this week. Uh, Highlights include the two-episode premiere of The Santa Clauses starring Tim Allen. We've got all episodes of the new series Limitless with Chris Hemsworth, uh, the Disney Plus original movie Disenchanted, the Disney Plus original special Best in Snow, the wonderful autumn of Mickey Mouse, and the documentary Mickey, the story of a mouse. New episodes also continue to release for The Mighty Ducks Game Changers Season 2, Season 1 of Star Wars Andor, and Season 2 of The Mysterious Benedict Society on Hulu and Disney Plus in Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Get the first two episodes of Fleischman is in Trouble are now streaming on Hulu and Disney Plus in the UK and Ireland, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Episode 9 from Season 2 of The Kardashians is now streaming on Disney Plus in the UK and Ireland. All episodes of Tell Me Lies are now streaming. Uh, Later in this episode, we're going to talk about or give our little reviews of The Santa Clauses, or at least the first two episodes from that. And then also we just watched Disenchanted, so we're going to talk about that one as well. So be sure to stick around for that later. Up first, uh, though, before all that, uh, the Walt Disney Company. They're going to offer viewers a special opportunity to watch the first two episodes of Andor across their distribution platforms, including ABC, FX, Freeform, and Hulu. So, Michelle, what are the deets on that? Yeah, this is kind of cool. They haven't done this before. So, the first two episodes will be made available on the following schedule over the Thanksgiving holiday with Hulu offering an extended streaming window. So, on ABC... The first two episodes will air on Wednesday, November 23rd at 9 Eastern Time. And then on FX, they will air on Thursday, November 24th. On Freeform, Friday, November 25th. On Hulu, the first two episodes will be available from November 23rd through December 7th. As a reminder, the first 11 episodes are now streaming on Disney Plus with the finale releasing on November 23rd for the exact date and times of uh, all those platforms I just said. You can go on our website and we have it all up on there. Well, that uh, that show has been uh, well-received, I think, critically, and I know a lot of people are watching it. So 
you know, if they're they're trying to bring more people in, give mm-hmm. more people the opportunity to watch it, and ultimately subscribe to Disney Plus. So, uh, very cool that they're they're doing that. I wouldn't be surprised to see them do more of that down the road with other big series that they have. So very cool. Up next, the teaser trailer for Pixar's Elemental has been released, and this comes out uh, next summer, I believe, right? Uh, what, what are the details on that one? June 16th, 2023 is when it arrives in theaters. So uh, Disney and Pixar's Elemental is an all-new original feature film set in Element City, where fire, water, land, and air residents live together. This story introduces Ember, a tough, quick-witted, and fiery young woman, whose friendship with a fun, sappy-go-with-the-flow guy named Wade challenges her beliefs about the world they live in. Uh, This teaser looks so cute, so unique. Uh, Always a big fan of the Pixar films, but this one really just looks kind of different than the rest of the ones that we've seen. Uh, So if you haven't seen the teaser trailer, take a look. It's up on our website, but uh, yeah looks really good i'm gonna have to take a look because i have not checked that out yet but i will do so shortly uh finally disney is reportedly working on a new installment of the princess diaries uh so that's a uh, definitely a cult classic film it might might just be a classic film at this point but uh, what are the details for this yeah so sources say this is a continuation of the anne hathaway led series of films rather than a reboot Hathaway is reportedly not attached to the project yet. However, the hope is the actress will return should the potential new film move forward. Um, If you're not familiar, the first Princess Diaries film was released in 2001. It starred Hathaway and Julie Andrews. And then it did have a sequel, which released in 2004. And both actors returned for that, too. Very good. Uh, Well, Anne Hathaway is a big name, so if they get her back, that'll be uh, a successful thing. So look forward to that. Uh, As a reminder, you can find all of the articles that we've talked about and everything else that we're going to talk about today on our website, which is DisneyPlusInformer.com. Let's go ahead and just get right on into it, Michelle. Let's quit wasting everybody's time. We've got (laughs) 10 minutes for the News Blast segment. And as always, you go first. Derek Huff and Julianna Huff will will return as hosts for ABC's festive annual special, The Wonderful World of Disney Magical Holiday Celebration on Sunday, November 27th, and will be joined by co-hosts Freeform Sherry Cola and Marcus Scribner as they host Disney Parks Magical Christmas Day Parade on Sunday, December 25th. The Wonderful World of Disney Magical Holiday Celebration will air on ABC and stream the next day on Hulu and Disney Plus. The Disney Parks Magical Christmas Day Parade will air on ABC, stream live on Hulu to all subscribers. So the specials are both filmed in Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland Resort in California. Um, It will feature show-stopping musical performances and also a sneak peek of Avatar The Way of Water. So some of the musical performances for the wonderful world of Disney Magical Holiday Celebration include Derek Hough and Julianne Hough, Becky G, Black Eyed Peas, Chloe Flower, David Foster and Catherine McPhee, Jordan Sparks, Maren Morris, Run DMC, and plenty more. I'm not so sure that Derek and Julianne are coming back or... Disney has just like kept them locked away until it was time to film the next one and they're bringing them out for it. They do all those things and they have been forever. They're good at it. They're so good. And they get in the Black Eyed Peas and Run DMC. 
I'm in. Uh, National Geographic Documentary Films has announced the release date for the feature documentary, The Territory. This film will premiere on Nat Geo Channel on uh, December 1st at 10 p.m. Eastern and will then be available to stream December 2nd on Disney+. Plus. Uh, the Territory is from director Alec Pritz, and it provides an immersive on-the-ground look at the tireless fight of the indigenous, now bear with me, Yoru Iwawa people uh, against the encroaching deforestation brought by farmers and illegal settlers in the Brazilian Amazon. This is shot over three years. The film includes footage taken by the native activists themselves as they seek to expose the truth. That actually sounds pretty interesting to me. I, I, I kind of like... I've always had a fascination with uh, those Nat Geo uh, documentary things, so I definitely want to check that out. Disney has released the trailer for the Disney original documentary, If These Walls Could Sing, which will release on Disney Plus on Friday, December 16th. If These Walls Could Sing, a Disney original documentary, gives exclusive access to the most famous and longest-running studio in the world, Abbey Road Studios. In this personal film of memory and discovery, director Mary McCartney guides us through nine decades to tell the stories of some of the studio's most iconic recordings and the people who made them happen. Uh, I really urge you to take a look at this trailer uh, for this documentary if you haven't seen it yet because it looks absolutely fascinating, especially if you're a music lover. Nice. Uh, Hulu is adding 14 new channels to its live TV lineup, including, and I know this will put a lot of you over the edge if you were deciding a for or against Hulu Live TV. They're including uh, the Hallmark Channel now, which I know that was a big non-starter for you (laughs) to switch because you love those, you know, Hallmark holiday movies, and so many people obviously do. Uh, They're also getting the Weather Channel. That's kind of surprising they didn't have that. Uh, The Grio Television Network, Comedy.TV, and six channels from Vivo, the world's leading music video network. So, uh as long as it doesn't come with a, a substantial price hike or whatever, I'm all for it, adding more channels to it. And it's looking like a better service. Like I, I'm this close to switching from DirecTV. Yeah, me too. Okay. So. so Searchlight Pictures has announced the release date for Broken Lizards Quasi. This is a uh, like a satire take on the Hunchback of Notre Dame. So the film will be available to stream starting April 20th, 2023 on Hulu in the U.S., Star Plus in Latin America, and Disney Plus in all other territories. The film follows a hapless hunchback who only yearns for love but finds himself in the middle of a murderous feud between the Pope and the King of France when each orders the hunchback to kill the other. Poor hunchback. Uh, Marvel Studios' Black Panther Wakanda Forever opened as the number one movie globally and at number one in all key international markets, delivering an estimated $331.3 million. With $181 million, uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever opened with the third highest domestic opening weekend of the pandemic era and the second highest domestic opening weekend of 2022 to date, making it the 13th highest opening weekend of all time, Marvel Cinematic Universe titles now account for seven of the top 15 pandemic-era domestic openings, earning a combined $2.3 billion at the box office. Uh, this also represents the highest November domestic opening of all time, with the MCU now accounting for nine of the top 15 opening weekends ever. Uh, there's just no stop in that MCU train, it appears. <laughs> 
so last September at the D23 Expo, you might remember that they announced that The Mandalorian and Grogu would be coming to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland Park in California. And I'm happy to report that they just arrived on Friday, November 18th. So if you're visiting Disneyland Park, be sure to visit The Mandalorian and Grogu. I want to visit them. Uh, Indiana Jones 5 director James Mangold has revealed that the first public look at the film is coming very soon. This news was shared by Mangold on Twitter when an eager fan inquired, when can we expect the next promotional piece for Indy 5? To which Mangold replied, less than 30 days. A trailer for the movie was shown at the DT3 Expo back in September, uh, but it was not released to the general public. I'm just like kind of torn on this movie because the last one was not the best, but I am a huge fan of the indie movies. So I hope, I really, really hope that Harrison's got like one last one, good one in yeah, him. Yeah, I'm and sure. And I, I think that they're going to deliver because yeah. I feel like they took their time on this one. So hopefully they got it right. So it's been over a year since we heard that Disney had cast its female lead for the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie, Birds of Prey star Margot Robbie was attached to star in the film, which would take place in the same world as the movies that star Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. This was thought to be an all-new original story, though with new characters set in the Pirates universe. But according to a new report, the new Pirates of the Caribbean featuring Robbie is no longer moving forward. So she did an interview with Vanity Fair and uh, was talking about that Pirates movie and said uh, about Disney, I guess they don't want to do it. So it doesn't look like that's moving forward, but there are some other Pirates projects reportedly in the works, so uh, we'll see what happens with those. I wonder if that leaves any opening for another uh, Johnny Depp loud one. I would be happy with that. I love those movies. Uh, I, I I look forward to whatever the next Pirates movie would be because I, I think there's just so much that they could still do with that, and I, I really loved all those movies so much. Uh, finally, for me... Walt Disney Animation Studios' newest animated action-adventure feature film, Strange World, is going to hit theaters on the 23rd of November. Uh, typically, these Disney films are released on Disney Plus after the movie's 45-day theatrical run. However, Strange World could arrive on Disney Plus in time for the holidays. Uh, this news comes from Deadline, which reports the following. While Exhibition has received word that Disney's animated Thanksgiving release, Strange World, will hit Disney Plus in time for the near-end holidays, there's a robust theatrical window ahead for Wakanda Forever. Definitely more than 45 days, I understand, with no plans for a holiday drop on the studio's OTT service. Uh, last year, Disney's Encanto opened in theaters on Thanksgiving weekend on November 24th and arrived on Disney Plus on December 24th, so this theory is plausible. However... Because uh, no official, uh, nothing official has been announced on this. Uh, we treat it as a rumor for now, but I think uh, that's exactly what's going to happen. I hope it does. I hope it does too, because what's better to do on Christmas than sit around and watch a nice movie like that? <laughs> I agree. That does it. For all of our news, uh, it is review time, and we've been busy watching all kinds of fun things lately. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about the Santa Clauses, the first two episodes from that uh, we checked out recently, and then also uh, just watch Disenchanted, the uh, follow-up to the uh, you know the highly acclaimed and beloved Enchanted. Uh, so let's do Santa Clauses first. 
We watched the first two episodes of this. Uh, Michelle, I, give us uh, give us the the buzz on this one, and then we'll score it and talk about it. Well, well you might remember last January it was announced that uh, Disney legend Timmy Allen would reprise his beloved role as Scott Calvin from the Walt Disney Pictures' The Santa Claus blockbuster franchise in a new Disney Plus original series. So Allen won a People's Choice Award for his portrayal of Scott Calvin in the 1994 uh, film The Santa Claus, which spawned two sequels in 2002, The Santa Claus 2, and then in 2006, The Santa Claus 3, The Escape Club. So the first two episodes of The Santa Clauses are available to stream now on Disney Plus, and a new episode will release mm -hmm. every Wednesday. There are six episodes total. So in the new series, Scott Calvin is on the brink of his 65th birthday and realizes that he can't be Santa forever. He's starting to lose a step in his Santa duties, and more importantly, he's got a family who could benefit from a life in the normal world, especially his two kids who have grown up at the pole. With a lot of elves, children, and family to please, Scott sets out to find a suitable replacement Santa while preparing his family for a new adventure in a life south of the pole. This stars, uh, of course, Tim Allen, Elizabeth Mitchell, who is in the, in the second and third film, returns as Mrs. Claus. And then um, Elizabeth Allen Dick, who is Tim Allen's real-life daughter, stars as his daughter in the series, uh, Sandra. We also have Austin Kane, um, Devin Bright, uh, Matilda Lawler, Cal Penn, and more. Uh, David Krumholtz will be coming back as Bernard the Elf in the series, although he was in the first two episodes. So I I actually was a fan of the original three movies. Um, I always liked those like lighthearted type Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. um, the, the first two episodes of this were good. Um, I don't, the trailer looked really good to me, but I don't know if those uh, first two episodes quite met my expectation, but I feel like the series will get better as it goes on. Yeah, I, I didn't find anything especially, like, egregious or, like, fantastic about anything in the first two episodes and i i've almost like left myself wondering like well maybe they should have just gone the the route of like you know an entire new movie mm -hmm. instead of an entire like how many episodes is this is it six six, six episodes um that re that remains to be seen because again it's just the first two episodes that we've watched uh perfectly average to me i i would i would say like I like Tim Allen. I, I'm a big fan of his. I, I didn't feel like, I, I I guess like maybe you know I I was a fan of the movies in the in the past. I, I enjoyed them when I when I was younger. Uh, I didn't feel a lot of nostalgia for seeing him back in that role, but he he does a good job in it. But it, like it didn't it wasn't something that like I I guess I really needed in my life. I don't know. Uh, Perfectly adequate. I, I think a lot of people will like it. I think mm -hmm. I think kids will like it. Um, I mean, there, there's some hokiness to it, but uh, it, yeah, a overall, lot of the jokes kind of fell flat for me. Yeah, I, um, I found I found myself not really. I, I wasn't hating on it, and I wasn't loving it. I was just I was watching it. It was okay. But the one thing I did I did like seeing, um, you know, I did like seeing Tim Allen reprise his role again, and there is that nostalgic factor that I really see, liked, and I like the lightheartedness and it definitely delivers that christmas atmosphere and uh it, it and it, that it, you're kind of looking for around the holidays it, it definitely does um it, it definitely does 
give you the the, the Christmas vibes. It, mm-hmm. It's heavy on that imagery. So obviously, it's the Santa Clauses, yeah. so I mean, you would expect that. But no, it, it was it was fine. Um, I'm not gonna. If you've watched the first three movies, it, it's probably worth your time if you enjoyed those to to you know follow along with this series. First two episodes, okay, jokes fell flat, but it was it was average. I I, I give it a six point five based off of the first two. And that that's a strong six point five for me. It's not bad, not good, uh, but I'm going to continue watching at least. Okay, I'm going eight point five. But I do, oh wow, yeah, I I think it's gonna get a lot better. I I wasn't like ter- I wasn't like terribly disappointed. It's just my expectations. I think were kind of high, and I do think it's gonna get there. So, um, I'm still giving it eight point five. Oh, I think it's like a perfect thing to watch over the holidays. I kind of feel, and maybe that's like, you know, going back to what I just said like a few minutes ago, uh, I wonder if maybe it would have been best served as its own like new mm-hmm. movie versus an, a series. Uh, maybe it would have, I would have found it a little more enjoyable if it was something that we, were, we you just could binge the entire thing through all at once. I don't know. But again, it's two episodes down. There's only four left. Uh, I'll, I'll continue watching them and uh, I'll see if it gets better. And we'll talk about that when, if and when that happens. So mm-hmm. uh, that's it for the Santa Claus 8.5 for Michelle. That's a strong score. So, uh, you know, we don't always agree on everything that we yeah. watch. Uh, six. When I say 6.5, I don't think, I don't think that's bad. I just, I, I think that's an average score. It says it's an average show to me. Uh-huh. 8.5 that that well, would say that I, would say really good. I think good. a lot of that is because of that nostalgic factor and just the that festiveness that you get when you watch it and it just feels like you know see, kind of I, familiar see, now, too. May, maybe I maybe I will get those nostalgia vibes when Bernard's back in the series yeah, or whatever cuz like help. like I said he or you said he was mm-hmm. he was missing from those first two episodes. Uh so I, I guess I don't have a strong emotional or nostalgic attachment to those movies, uh, probably because I was like a, a, a just stupid teenager when those came out, and I wasn't really paying attention to things and didn't really care even though I watched them. So like I was probably more focused on myself than anything, you know, very... Uh, what's that word? Narcissistic. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about uh, you know sentimental Christmas movies. So, but that's just me. That's just my personality. You need to get the Hallmark Channel. Well, I can do that. <laughs> uh, you know what though? Have you ever tried to cancel? Have you ever tried to cancel like Directv or Comcast or anything like that? No, I suppose it's, I gotta take some time off though to do that. Oh, you you probably be on hold forever. It, it's it's like being I I've never had this happen but i could only imagine it's like being cross-examined by like a a, like a very very astute prosecutor in a criminal case like you've got to have your story straight you you've got to like have like a a rock solid alibi as to why you're canceling because otherwise (laughs) i'll just sign you up for the premium package and then you'll like hang on me like i don't know what five hours you're like what did i what happened like it's like when you go to buy a car they keep you on the phone until you're hungry and thirsty and just want to get it over with and agree with everything they say forget about it like i i don't know what we're talking about but yeah uh the hallmark channel yeah i'll get that if i can ever break through direct tv's cancellation wall <laughs> actually i think i have that with direct tv i just don't really watch that channel very often anyway uh finally let's uh let's talk about the big release for disney plus and it's disenchanted mm-hmm. now i i i said 
with the Santa Claus, I didn't have any kind of nostalgic like reaction to seeing Tim Allen in, in this. And I don't have any nostalgia for Disenchanted because I just watched the first Enchanted like what a couple a week or so ago like I saw it for the first time and uh full disclosure I really liked the first one I, I, a lot I know more I was like I telling him like just give it a chance I think you're gonna like it more than I, you I think you would yeah it, it it didn't seem like something I was going to enjoy a whole lot going into that first one but it like it, it's a really well-made movie with great performances and Amy Adams just like absolutely owns that role yeah i i did a written review and i said she she was born to play giselle she she is a real life disney princess Mm -hmm. when she's when she's on and her acting in that role so uh yeah i i I enjoyed enchanted far more than i thought i would so i I was definitely actually looking forward to the release of this no no rose tinted nostalgic lenses for me i just went straight into it and I was not blown away with this new one, but it was a good follow-up. Uh, th- there was nothing wrong with this at all. I would definitely say you, if you enjoyed the first one, you are going to love this one too. Um, so give us give us a little rundown of Disenchanted, yeah. and then we'll score this one. So the eagerly anticipated sequel to Enchanted reunites original cast members Amy Adams, Patrick Dempsey, Idina Menzel, and James Marsden, and also stars Maya Rudolph, Gabriel Balladicino, Yvette Nicole Brown, and Jema Mays. So here's the official synopsis. It has been 15 years since Giselle and Robert wed, but Giselle has grown disillusioned with life in the city, so they move their growing family to the sleepy suburban community of Monroeville in search of a more fairy tale life. Unfortunately, it isn't the quick fix she had hoped for. Suburbia has a whole new set of rules, and a local queen bee, Melvina Monroe, who makes Giselle feel more in a place than ever. Fr- Frustrated that her happily ever after hasn't been so easy to find, she turns to the magic of Andalasia for help, accidentally transforming the entire town into a real-life fairy tale and placing her family's future happiness in jeopardy. Now Giselle is in a race against time to reverse the spell and determine what happily ever after truly means to her and her family. So Enchanted is actually one of my favorite films actually i actually really like it a lot um i did go back and watched it with you because you had never seen it before and i wanted to mm-hmm. rewatch it again before i saw the sequel um i absolutely love this i think it uh i love seeing all of the cast return like i said amy adams was born to play giselle hey this is a rock solid cast this, has, the, the, yeah. this, is, this isn't just like a um you know straight to disney plus movie that like they they didn't like like this is this could easily be a big theatrical release with the names that are in the movie i mean amy adams adina menzel like i mean those are big names so like and and they just absolutely killed their performances they were phenomenal and this the sequel actually i feel like had more musical performances and numbers than the original one did and they were done on a more like grander scale too uh, so I love to see that, um, Pip the chipmunk, who is like my favorite thing out of the first one, returns in the second one, is just as cute as ever until he turned into an evil cat, but whatever. That, that was kind of a weird part, but <laughs> can I say that the animation, the, it's more mm-hmm. of the, that classic, uh, Disney animation, it's, but it's like, a, it's updated for 
2022 and it is absolutely beautiful i love the animation style yeah the animation reminds me like the animation parts reminds me like the little mermaid type yeah era or something like that it, it, it reminds me of that like you know golden uh golden age late 80s like to uh like mid 90s or whatever like you know the uh, little mermaid lion king like that era of like just phenomenal animation but it's actually like even a little bit better than than that to me i thought that that part was absolutely amazing and it, and it made me wish for like a, a new you know a new like air quote classic disney like animated movie in that style because that blew me away they they nailed that look and one thing that's fun is they put a ton of Easter eggs in this. So when you're watching, keep your eyes peeled. There's so many nods to different Disney movies um, from uh, Beauty and the Beast, um, Aladdin, uh, Mary Poppins, um, the, the, this, <laughs> the, this, Alice in Wonderland. Like, you name it, it's in here. Th- this movie is... Even the Disney parks. There's even nods to the stuff from the Disney parks. So you'll... It, it's kind of... Just keep your eyes peeled. Like I watched this twice, and like the second time, I noticed more stuff from the first time. It is a it, it's it's Disney's own love letter to itself. Yeah, like it, that's it, true. With, with the amount of uh, Easter eggs and little hidden touches that they, I, I it's probably one of those things that you could rewatch over and over and always find like something else different. Uh, but yeah, they, they really uh, surprised me with with this uh, this series of movies. Like I, I never had. I, I didn't I knew of Enchanted, but I never never really cared or took the time to watch it. We watched it. I liked it a lot more than I would have admit wanted to admit or whatever. It was good. It was really good and and this was more of that. And I, I really thought it was very well done. And again, the performances are absolutely amazing. And th- th- this is top tier like talent in this. It's it really is cool that they got that cast like reunited to to do it and maybe look a little bit older but they they've all still got it that's for sure yeah and you know there the the songs and performances are absolutely amazing there is a soundtrack that's available uh digitally right now and Idina Menzel does this wonderful song called Love Power. It's her, you know, it's just right on par with her and her belting out these powerful songs. But actually my favorite was a song that's called Batter and it's Amy Adams and Maya Rudolph kind of performing side by side. And it's like this villainous song. And I thought they just did so good. Maya and, Rudolph uh, showed me a lot of ability that I never knew she had. Yeah. I always thought she was just more of like a comedic actress or whatever but like she's she really nailed her role as well so so overall i say this is a must watch i give this a 9.5 the only reason i didn't give it a 10 is just because i don't think it was quite as good as the original i love that it had more music and everything but and it might just be because the original more had like a storyline about finding love and this didn't have that charming aspect in it and maybe that's why, because I like the first one more. But um. I liked, uh, I liked in the first one more, like um, I, how Amy Adams, like ha- how she portrayed Giselle's, like um, just like uh, like she was so naive to yeah. the world, like, and, and I feel like that was something I really enjoyed her portrayal uh-huh. of that and how that came across in the first one, that maybe wasn't quite there this time, uh, so. 
Like that, that was made it a little less funny to me, but uh, she, again, she she still absolutely nailed it, and that that's just more of like the script that she was given. That I I lo- I love that part of the first one, but I also would have liked to seen, um, you know, Robert and Giselle more together on screen. Yeah, they were separated. The a lot yeah, they were this. separated a lot, and I I wish I understand the story probably didn't. I didn't like his his uh, own story, Robert, where he went off and was like some kind of. Uh, warrior <laughs> i don't know like it i i just i think they could have done a little bit better with that uh, it's still great still love it but that's why i didn't give it a 10 okay well uh so nine nine 9.5 uh-huh. though still that that's a, a very very strong score i i give this one an eight and i give that's based off of me saying that the first one i, I give it to an 8.5 so still very very good i i, I think these movies were great uh, you know, if you are the target audience for it, you will absolutely love it. I'm not the target audience for that, probably, but I still found them very enjoyable. So, everyone, family friendly, which family is, friendly, yeah. and and again, I mean, you get Amy Adams, uh, Adina Menzel, Maya Rudolph, uh, Patrick Dempsey, like the, those, those are those are good names. Like the, it, it's a it, it's a good movie. So mm-hmm. check it out. That's it, though for. Our review on that, 9.5 Michelle, 8, 8 for Justin. Uh, that's going to do it for our episode this week. Uh, thank you so much for listening, for following along, for subscribing. Please take a moment to rate and review our podcast. We would totally appreciate that. Most importantly, though, subscribe to it. Uh, be sure to visit us on our website, which is DisneyPlusInformer.com. That's where you get all the latest news, rumors, reviews, releases, and more. You can email us, podcast at DisneyPlusInformer.com. I would love if some people would email if you've watched uh, these Enchanted and Disenchanted movies and see what uh, you would score those. I'd love to, uh, you know, I'd love to talk about what other people are thinking about that. That would be fun to talk about. Uh, Anyway, you can also follow us on Twitter at MoreDisneyPlus. Be sure to stop by and visit our Facebook page. We're going to get out of here. Uh, We will see you in two weeks because it's Thanksgiving and we've got a lot of stuff to do this next weekend. So uh, we will not have an episode next week, but uh, the week after we will be back and ready to go with some good uh, reviews of us. Really Uh, good. Willow and Chippendales. uh, Welcome to Chippendales and Willow. Those are big, big releases. And I can't wait to talk about both of them. Mm -hmm. So uh, until next time, we'll see you later. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.